Merriam-Webster defines moment as a minute portion or point of time, importance and influence or effect. I would add that these specific points of time have the power to change our entire lives, beginning with our perspectives. They are experiences, relationships, losses, transitions, and conversations. Conversations just like the one we're about to have right now. This is Moments, the podcast. This is the disclaimer that I should have dropped before episode one. Before I ever opened my mouth and invited you to sit down and have a conversation over whatever is in this coffee cup, I should have given you my disclaimer. But hindsight is always twenty twenty, right? I mean, who would have thought the podcast I thought I was creating to give a voice to those who didn't feel heard would actually give me a voice? Me, the Black girl who, no matter how much she had to say, had to learn to say it in a way that wasn't too loud, wouldn't be misconstrued as angry, and couldn't be offensive to anyone else. Intentional about enunciating my words, not because I, quote unquote, talk white, which is a whole nother conversation for a whole nother episode, but because far too often, if we do not express proper verb noun agreements and ensure that we pronounce all of the ing's on the end of our words, people will immediately stop listening to us, no matter how much truth our words may carry. Who would have thought, since the first episode, that people would still be afraid of what they cannot see outside? But now, it's more than just a virus that is invisible. It's death by the hands of another invisible threat. The police. Because clearly, they can come into our homes while we are sleeping and shoot us. And have no apparent consequences for our murders. How's that for being essential? Who would have thought that since the first episode, Black women would still be trying to defend our positions on why we deserve a seat at the table in the boardroom and why we deserve our names to be on the ballot? Who would have thought we would begin another school year remotely? E-learning. And I would still be trying to figure out how to contain, package, and present all that I feel using this platform as one of many ways to share those very raw emotions with a public who knows little to nothing about me, but just might also be feeling what I'm feeling. Call me naive, but I just never would have thought I'd need a disclaimer. But I bet Kamala Harris never thought she would have needed to explain that she was Black enough to identify as being Black either, especially in a country who previously had a one-drop rule. And I bet Brianna Taylor never would have thought that after working her shift at the hospital, a essential worker type of shift, that she would go home to rest and be awakened by the police kicking her door down, murdering her in her sleep. And I bet that Sandy Bland's mother never would have thought that she would be riding on a plane from Texas to Illinois and her daughter would be riding on that same exact plane, but underneath it her body with the rest of the cargo. And I absolutely never, ever, ever would have thought that my child would cry himself to sleep in my lap as he attempted to process the death of the very first superhero who looked and sounded, who had hair just like his. 
So I guess maybe I should have thought about it. I mean, everything else that I would have never thought is becoming a reality. So I probably should have started with a disclaimer before I actually got into these episodes. But since I didn't, I may as well give it to you now. One that's relevant for the current times. One that perhaps doesn't sound the way it would have if I'd given it before episode one. But definitely one that is necessary for these moments with Miranda. The disclaimer. If you don't have the capacity to handle another conversation about racial injustices, this podcast may not be the podcast for you. If you're more bothered by the protests and looting than you are by the reasons behind the protests and looting, these are probably not the conversations for you. If you are immediately irritated by the mere concept of defunding the police or by hearing or reading the words Black Lives Matter and you have not yet taken the time to understand what those suggestions and movements actually entail, don't even worry about subscribing. And if you're only listening now to find another person to argue with about how we're going about handling this problem all wrong, turn me off now. With the last few morsels of respect that I'm so desperately trying to hold on to, I release you. Because I see the racism in you that you will always deny. I hear the hatred in your words that you will forever refute. And I feel the tension every time I ask you to provide facts that support the racist rhetoric that you repeat completely oblivious to whether or not your information is factual. And yet, I'm still acknowledging the need for change that you are still convinced is unnecessary. Because truth be told, we all know that change has the potential to even a playing ground that you may or may not be able to maintain your position in. We are not friends. Despite what social media says, you just keep me close to be able to refer to a name when you firmly proclaim that you have black friends, all the while wishing I would just be quiet, stop commenting on your Facebook posts and refrain from continually stirring up commotion around an issue that you wish would just quietly go away. But I won't calm down until it calms down. And based solely on the fact that a black man who was shot seven times at point blank range in the back by police, who is currently paralyzed from the waist down, was handcuffed to his hospital bed. Can anybody tell me where he was going to run off to? Anybody? Bueller? Perhaps you're confused. Because the sacrifices my parents made afforded me an upbringing that wasn't centered in the midst of an impoverished community. I've never been arrested, never sold drugs, and I appear to be raising nice black boys. I know. I heard you. You think we're the different type of black people. But really, there is no difference. Despite my attendance and alumni status at multiple predominantly white institutions, when I show up in a room and my biography has not yet been read, before I ever open my mouth, 
Adorned in waist-length faux locks that hang longer than the crop top that shows a body type that Kim Kardashian paid for to get, I am judged like every other black woman that you know nothing about. I'm assumed to be the stereotype because, well, like so many others, I fit the description. And while you may never say it for fear of how it will make you look, I will say it. Finally apathetic about whether or not you will ever look at me the same because I'm finally acknowledging that you never truly saw the woman I am anyway. Save your excuses. We don't have to discuss it around the water cooler in the office. You don't have to leave your disingenuine comments on my social media posts. And neither of us have to pretend anymore. Because quite honestly, I am too emotionally drained to continue to play my part in the facade of a friendship that we've created. Go over there where your insecurities are coddled and your uninformed opinions are accepted. Or stay, if you'd like, quietly. Perhaps being challenged and absolutely being addressed. Because this podcast belongs to me. It represents my actual experiences. These are my unplagiarized words, spoken in my authentic voice, bringing to light my legitimate emotions. In a space where I am not required to contain my passion or code switch or be hyper-conscious of being politically correct. Here, I do not have to minimize the fire that burns so passionately on the inside of me today out of fear that it may destroy my ability to survive in this jungle tomorrow. In this place, in these moments, I sit at the head of the table, built by hands of my own, attempting to not make the mistakes of those whose consequences were the sacrifice of their lives. Standing on the foundation of those who laid the groundwork before me, assisted by those who are currently building beside me, for these are the tables we cannot be dismissed from, but we surely can excuse those who won't acknowledge that it's time for the tables to turn. In these current times, it has become so apparent that Miranda Chanel, me, I, am not the Black culture that you have come to love. I am the black excellence that you have been taught to fear. Racist white America's worst nightmare is not the damage caused by black people repeatedly shown in loops of looters, nor is it the mugshots or criminal histories of the latest victim of death by cop. It is the potential of the educated black man and woman, the power to change the future through economically stable black families. And the change that will happen if people would just get beyond their fears to address facts. Racist white America is not really concerned with those of us with long criminal histories that are keeping America from being great again. They're not even concerned with those of us with no record at all who have chosen to be quiet, shake our heads in disgust, and commit to not adding more fuel to the fire. But absolutely are concerned with containing the threats of those of us who are really frightening, those of us who are bold enough, articulate enough, smart enough to actually be heard, those of us who will threaten to shift the population of suburban America. <laughs> yeah, it's okay for you to go. 
to run, to fear even, because real talk, I get it. I'm scarier than the boogeyman, Freddy Krueger, Jason, and the monsters that live under your bed combined because I'm real. You don't have to be here. It's not your fight, but it is mine. So if you can't handle it, I suggest you unfollow now. Disclaimer over. People don't want to experience change. They just want to wake up and it's different. Chadwick Boseman. Thank you for listening to another casual conversation over whatever is in this coffee cup. Powerful enough to push you, controversial enough to challenge you, and short enough to leave you thirsting for more. These are Moments with Miranda Chanel, the podcast. Be sure to subscribe, like, and share Moments, the podcast, or in your favorite podcast streaming network. And connect with me live via Facebook or Instagram at Moments with Miranda. Until we meet again, be amazing, kings and queens. The world needs you.